Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everybody. It is a Wednesday, March. 23rd March Madness edition of the Unreasonable Odds podcast. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, you see that we have a regular on the show. If you're watching on YouTube, you also probably see that I look exhausted. Why am I so exhausted? I was out in Las Vegas last week for opening weekend of March Madness. Who do you see every day in Las Vegas? Our guest, Dave Sherapan, uh, on Twitter at SportsBKConsiglieri. Guys everywhere. Every book you go to, Dave pops up and he's there. He's the mayor of Las Vegas. Um, it was great seeing you. Uh, I mean, we talk plenty, but it was great seeing you in person last week um, or last weekend, whatever it was. I'm in a time wasn't that world. long ago, Jules. It, wasn't it was not long, long ago. ago, just a couple of days <laughs> it feels ago. feels like it was um, a month ago, but it was only a couple of days ago. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Uh, to, time's weird, especially when especially when you're traveling. It's yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how are we? How'd you enjoy the uh, how'd you enjoy the opening weekend? Well, I mean, you were here for it. You you can. Yes. It was awesome. It was I had so much fun. One, it became like media week for all of us in the space. Like we got to see right. and hang out with each other uh, f- for the first time for me and you. But that was the first time for not only you, but also for a lot of people that I've done shows with and talked to and you see on Twitter and all this stuff. The space is great. I mean, there's a lot of people. Um, and then you got the games. The games lived up to what they were supposed to be. It was it was fantastic. And then, you know, we got to go from book to book to book. And I, I was still waiting for you at the Cosmo. You, you didn't come to the Cosmo. You no, told me you were coming me. to the Cosmo. It's okay. It's all right. We got out of there. But I don't know. The takeaway is this. It's, it's really hard. Right. It's it's this this March badness is really, really hard. We saw going in that the odds reflected that, yes, Gonzaga is the favorite, but it's no shoe in that Gonzaga is even going to get to the final four. So um, games came down to the end with either foul calls, late shots, um, non foul calls, dribble outs, everything you could ask for in March Madness. Yep. I'll start by I'll start by saying, you know, where you began, that if you're someone in the sports, the, the ever growing sports betting space, um, if you're somebody trying to get into it, if you're just a big fan of it, that likes to talk with people in the industry. Um, it seems like going out to Vegas for that opening, that opening four days of the tournament is uh, the thing to do, because it really was like a, a convention or whatever for us to like you said, get together with a lot of people that we all work with and do these Zoom calls with, like we're doing this podcast and talk on Twitter. Um, and to get to meet all those people in person uh, is pretty great. So there's that. It's hard to get a lot of work done in Vegas. I will say that. If you live there, you can do it. If you're out there for the four-day stretch, 
yeah. it's harder. And maybe that reflected in some of my bets. Um, <laughs> I, I lost plenty of, I lost plenty of bets. It was not my <laughs> finest weekend. Um, there were you also weren't alone. Of- the books had a really good March madness. Like, right. and, and, and like I was telling you while you were here, you just put the lines up during this time. And there's so much money in the pool. You don't have to move stuff. You don't. And, and then the games, it's the most information that the odds makers have of the entire year. And now you have the biggest amount of money in the pool. So you, you don't have to move the numbers. You don't really have to sweat them too much. The halftime numbers are interesting because, you know, you have situations like where the Zags were down in this, in uh, both times, I believe it, going into halftime and then come out and blow them out in the second half. So there's opportunities, but people got beat up Jules in general. I mean, mm-hmm. Thursday, very good day for the books. Friday kind of break even probably the day that people won the most, but even, Saturday, even good, even good people. Yeah. Like people that I trust, good people were losing. Yes. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it was a really, really good weekend. Four days overall for the books. I mean, I haven't seen the specific numbers, but the handle was up and the yeah. whole percentage, the win was big. Yeah. So I, I did see that Johnny Avello um, spoke with VEASAN, drafting sports book, made money all four days, yeah. um, profited each day and as is the case every year with, with state by state getting legalized, it was the largest March Madness handle by a wide margin that right. we had seen at DraftKings. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be any other way. It wouldn't make sense if it wasn't, but um, of course it was the case. So it's always the ones that you don't see. It's always the ones you don't see coming. It's, Hey, maybe it's going to be Chattanooga over Illinois. Maybe it's going to be Colgate over Wisconsin. Nope. It's the team that I had going to the championship in my bracket, Kentucky going down to the St. Peter's Peacocks. <laughs> it's never the one. It's always one of the ones that just never makes the most sense. Um, How does so your that, bracket look right now? Seriously. Awful. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe my worst in, in memory. Yeah. It's, it's um, I, mean, I don't champion, think you're alone there either though. No. Um, my champion is alive in Arizona, um, but I have Arizona elite eight and final four bets. And now they're kind of running into this Houston team at a time that they're incredibly hot. Um, right. So that's a game we'll that's a game we'll touch on in in a second. Um, let me see. First weekend, uh, first weekend takeaways. Any anything else for first weekend? It, I mean, the, the upsets were there. Um, the underdogs overall did well against the spread. Um, no, well, not only did they do well against the spread, they won games. Like there were, there was a lot, there were games where the dog didn't win and, and covered. And those are great for the books, you know, because it keeps the favorite alive, but it eliminates the dog money line parlays. Then you have upsets, obviously St. Peter's is the story um, beating Kentucky. And then the public got on them against Murray state. And, 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 you know, the number went from eight and a half to eight to seven and a half. And a lot of books that I talked to, I mean, they couldn't get a bet on Murray state at that point. And a lot of sharp people were on Murray state. This is the end. And St. Peter's makes it to the sweet 16. I think that a lot of the, the takeaways, one is the sec, the top of the sec is out. That's where I mean, I, right. <laughs> I was, I was like, man, the sec is just far and away the best conference. You got your Kentuckys, your Auburns, your Tennessees, yeah. um, even your Arkansas at the top. Um, right. Arkansas is the only one alive. Yeah. So, so, first game of the Thursday card. Let's start there. Arkansas 
draws the Zags. Um, opened eight and a half. A lot of, you know, places like Ken Palm have it sitting at 10. So as yep. you would expect, it's moved to nine and a half on DK Sportsbook. Yep. Before we talk about this full game, because I think the numbers is right there. Um, it's tempting now to fade the SEC from how bad they've looked. And Sagan Zag is now going to pull one out wire to wire Yep, and lay it with the Zags. But I want to talk about an angle right before we, we went on on Wednesday afternoon. Um, I tweeted something out. I'm not really a same game parlay better. Okay. But I want to work an angle here. Here's the angle. Arkansas is 2-0 first half ATS in the tournament. Okay. They had um, a bigger lead against New Mexico State and, uh, you know, at least covered against Vermont. Right. But they're 0-2 ATS second half and full game. And game, yep. So they haven't covered a game yet. They also haven't even covered the second half, obviously, after building their first half leads. Gonzaga is 0-2 ATS first half. half. Obviously, they were only up two on – who, I don't, who, who did they even play? Um, Memphis. The second game Panthers. was against Memphis. Right. But they played, I don't even, Georgia State. Uh, was Georgia the first State. Only up yep. two. They were yep. down 10 at halftime to Memphis. Yes. Um, didn't cover either full game, mm-hmm. but covered both second half spread by a huge margin. Yep. The first half spread on this game is Arkansas plus four and a half. Okay. I would like it to be five, five and a half. But what I'm considering here is – is it worth playing Arkansas first half on the spread and then saying I'm coming back and betting Zags second half? Because that's the way that's the way games have been going. Before you answer that, here's my last <sighs> thing I'm throwing in. I threw this same game parlay on Twitter, just asking people what they think. It's Arkansas plus nine and a half first half. So keep the first half within single digits with Gonzaga to win the game. Wow. Put those two together, it's minus 120. So it's roughly standard juice for a game. Wow. So my question to you. That's interesting. We have an odds maker on today. This is what I want to know. People will complain. You know, same game parlays are hard to book. Yes. To make a number on that. Yes. Sometimes there's bad value. Sometimes there's good value. On this, I'm thinking, is it better to play Arkansas plus four and a half first half? And if it hits, or maybe even if it doesn't, depending on where it's at, play Zag second half? Or just lay the 120 on this and say, this is going to be a single-digit game at halftime, but Gonzaga is going to win it. Because the window this leaves open for you to win is Zags by five, six, seven, eight, nine, and you lose that Arkansas first half yeah. bet. But if you're sitting in that range, now you feel great about Gonzaga winning the game, and you, you've already got the hard part done. Just need Zags to close it out. So you can get Arkansas plus nine and a half for the first half in that parlay? You can play Arkansas. You can pick your you can pick your number. It's Arkansas. Oh, okay. So I I wanted to get it around standard juice. Right. But yeah. also I like the number to keep it in single digits. A nice number there. Arkansas first half plus nine and a half. Gonzaga money line is a minus 120 same game parlay on DK Sportsbook. I think that leaves, I mean, I like the sounds of that because it leaves you options. The Gonzaga money line is minus five dollars right now. Right. So so you bring that down to I mean, minus 120 is great now. Right. You have to get that Arkansas first half cover, which again, that's the one I'd be cautious about, but that's a lot of points for first half. I mean, the number's four and a half, five. You're getting your you're getting yourself five points essentially. Yes. 
and you're getting the money line down from 500 to 120, you just, you got to keep it in the single digits, the first half. That's the scary part. But that leaves you options, right? If you get that first half covered, now you're riding the zags at minus 120. You legitimately could in-game Arkansas money line at any point at a big plus price and and leave yourself a huge, nice um, earn. That's what we call in a business. You're earning no matter what happens there. And then you could leave yourself the option – to take points if the Zags are blowing them out. If they're not, you will leave yourself the option to pile on a little more on a second-half bet or an in-game bet on the Zags. That's the beauty of the in-game, that now all this legalization has brought on. There's all kinds of options. I like the way you're thinking, Jules. I do. Um, Is this the game, though, that the Zags get right? Right. Like... You know, I don't know, they could be up 12. Can Arkansas score enough, at least in the first half, to keep this thing close? What I, what I like is that uh, it's not uh, – Arkansas isn't at necessarily as big and athletic as Memphis, which obviously gave Gonzaga early problems, but they're pretty close, and they're a little more skilled and probably better coached. Like, Arkansas is better than, um, than Memphis, talent-wise. Right, right. Uh, so the way the Zags have been going, you know, they always get into the tournament and then because they haven't seen out of conference teams in a while, a little more difficult for them. I don't know. I was playing around with it. It's a cool angle. That's what we were talking. One of the things we were talking about this weekend. Yep. Love Vegas. There's nowhere better to watch these games than bouncing around book to book in Vegas. But in terms of what's available to bet, like the oh, menu, yeah. when you go to a DK sports book, a lot of none of these things are are up. No. No, you don't have these options. You just so I mean, and, and that's a whole different you know story and stuff. But yes, DK does a really good job with giving you these options and and letting you kind of not make your own wager. But that's actually that's really cool. That's kind of make that is kind of making your own wager. Yeah, it is. Like, it, we've done it, it, we've done segments on our shows, the Sweat at DraftKings, called like the Build a Bet Workshop. It's kind of the Build a Bet Workshop. It is <laughs> same game parlays. It is, and and, and I think. In doing so, you've done it with, you know, the ever uh, never ending search for value. You've taken literally a five to one favorite on a money line and turned it into 120 with the caveat that they stay within 10 points of the first half. It's not a bad bet. It really isn't. So let me uh, let me see if I can see the price of. Hmm, okay. I can't see the price of what Arkansas plus nine and a half first half alone would be but you're buying five points so it's a lot which is huge in a first half that's 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 i don't know that that has that much more value because it's a first half bet i'm pretty sure i'm a genius dave um <laughs> but, but i don't know my that's time my... with you this past weekend will confirm that yes perfect um i wanted to run the price by you because I'm, I'm curious it's hard to book same game parlays and get these prices yes um all right, we'll move on to real game talk because that's I don't have any other curveballs to throw you on. That's fine. Game, first half parlays and with the other side for the money line. Right. Um, any other overall thoughts on uh, on this game? I think the one the 155 total in this game is the highest on the board by yep. far, by about 10 points. Mm-hmm. Um, does it live up to the shootout? Any, I mean, is I assume this- you like Gonzaga by a pretty decent margin in the game. 
Yeah. Is this a correlated deal in your mind where it's zags and over Arkansas and under? Like if you like Arkansas, I think you have to like the under. If you like the zags, I think you have to at least lean over. But yeah. the odds makers put the number up there that said, hey, you like the over, you're going to pay. I mean, that's a that's a lot of points. Um, yeah. And it requires Arkansas to do their part. So I might consider team total. Uh, if, mm-hmm. if you're not comfortable with that, I might look at the team total for, for the Zags because I think they're going to get theirs. I really do. I mean, they just – they may go through a little bit of a lull, but they don't go through these scoring droughts that some mm-hmm. of these teams do, like Arkansas. If Arkansas goes right. through one of those, you know, we'll be watching the game. Let's make that happen. drought happen in the second half. Not the first <laughs> exactly. Half. That's right. We need it to happen in the second half. Six yep. minutes without a basket, um, they could be in trouble. All right. Um, the other early game that night, Michigan and Villanova. This is one of the good handicaps that I had over the weekend that I mm. talked to you about some. Um, Ohio State took sharp money, came down. For, I saw you. I saw you the night before when it was five and a half. Yep. I said, why is Ohio State five and a half? You thought it would be higher as well. Yep. It winds up coming down to four and a half. I, I yep. waited. The sharp money came in Ohio State. I played the Villanova minus four and a half. Um, and it got there. A little bit of a second half scare, but mostly – you know, wire to wire for Nova. Yep. And then what do they do? They're well coached. They're good shooters. They're the best free throw shooting team in the nation. And one of the best of all of all time in the last like 10 years or so. That's, you know, how many, everybody rips up tickets, losing their college basketball bets on missed free throws front end of the one and ones. Yep. <laughs> um, so to have a team that you can trust at the free throw line is just huge. Michigan brings a little more size than Ohio state. Um, with Dickinson, yeah, EJ Liddell really good, not quite as big as Dickinson, and that's something that can hurt Nova. That said, um, this one's come down to four and a half some places. It'll come down to four and a half, I believe, on DK Sportsbook, and I'm looking at making the same bet again. Nova minus four and a half against a Big Ten team that they're more skilled than, but I see a lot of sharp people on Michigan again. Um, and those same people were on Ohio State. Like, yep. this is the Villanova's a team, it's weird. They're not. I don't know if they're undervalued. They're just their power ratings, things like a lot of people are, are looking to go against them. This is going, mm-hmm. they, they can't sustain this. And now we're hearing the size argument with Michigan, you know, all week and Villanova finds ways to win. I really like Villanova. Again, I thought this line would be at least this number. Again, I thought it would be higher. And I thought only because you make the same number start that you do with Ohio state people are betting Michigan again. I think this has to feel right now between you and I of a public dog, the big 10 team that nobody wanted in nobody thought should be in. They're one of the only two teams left in the big 10 after getting nine teams in Michigan still playing the second weekend. Um, It's going to be a good game. The total tells you that. 135 pretty much painted across all books. Um, I don't think this is this one may give you that sweat again, but mm-hmm. I, I like Villanova again as of right now. I'm I'm there with you. Yeah. Um all right, later games Thursday. Texas Tech and Duke. Oh. Duke, the slight one point dog. We're gonna call it a pick'em game. Uh, DK Sportsbook has minus one fifteen Texas Tech on the money line. Um, totals at 137. 
I had a much smaller bet than I had on Nova, but a smaller bet on Michigan State plus six and a half on Sunday. Mm-hmm. They're winning the game with like under three minutes to go. <laughs> um, and it doesn't get there. That's that's tough. It's as bad as it gets. Um, the Coach K narrative survives. Yes. Going to survive through Texas Tech. I'm so torn on this game. I, I don't think I can bet it. Um especially since I'm very intrigued by the Arizona-Houston game that tips off 20 minutes after it. Right. Um, I just don't feel like there's an edge here. Texas Tech could control it on defense. If Banchero and some of those guys are are scoring for Duke, it's going to be hard for Texas Tech to keep up. I got nothing. It's just This is one of the hardest games of the week. Um, I was there Sunday with you. Uh, Rex was talking about opening this thing up um, the other way and got a bet on Texas Tech. A lot of sharp people like Texas Tech. A lot mm-hmm. of people like Duke. Um, I think it plays out pretty simple. If Texas Tech is able to do their interior defense thing and control the glass, they don't have to dominate. I think this leads them to winning. Now, full disclosure, I have Texas Tech in the Final Four in my bracket. So okay. I would selfishly want them to get there. But that's fine. We're, we're looking at these things game to game and betting. The line tells you a story. It's one. The oddsmakers are like, you guys pick. Here you go. You decide. I think it's going to draw great two-way action. I think the total tells you – the total tells me that – I mean, this is a little bit low for a uh, for a Duke game, in my opinion. Right. So Texas Tech type of total. Exactly. Which would lead me to that side as well. So – I don't know how good of a watch this is going to be from a basketball standpoint, but I mm-hmm. think it's going to be a battle back and forth. Now, Duke is young. If things go bad and they get that adversity with a team that won't let them score, they were able to come back and score in that Michigan State game because legitimately when you're watching it, you're like, how are they going to – they're actually going to win this game and they're going to cover? It's impossible. Yeah. When you watch the last four minutes of that game, that you're holding a ticket plus six and a half, and you don't get there. So I think that's going to be fresh in some people's minds too. But the narrative with Coach K's last run, they're going to get all the calls. They're going to get this. People will bet that. So I don't know, man. I'm I'm leaning Texas Tech as of right now. I think this will be an, an also an in-game betting trade. I lean Texas Tech with you if you made me bet it. Yep. Um, but yeah, maybe something come maybe something comes up live. Um yep. Houston and Arizona. What a game. Yeah. Um, I pretty confidently bet some Arizona Elite Eight and Final Four. Um, I really liked them in this region. Yeah. We'll see. You know, I'm assuming a Villanova game is going to be coming up, which is an interesting matchup. But I didn't quite anticipate or see how well Houston was playing. I mean, they dominated Memphis in the AAC championship game. Yep. But it was it was. That was the best, their best win in forever. Yeah. Um, but they've looked spectacular in the tournament. Blew out UAB. Uh, handled Illinois pretty easily. Now you got places like Ken Palm favoring Houston. Um, yep. And the sharp money most certainly on Houston, whether it's plus yep. one and a half or plus one hundred five money line. Um. So I'm terrified. I still, <laughs> you know, Arizona should have probably lost to TCU. But that yep. doesn't mean you can't bet them against Houston because Correct. now it's reset, new weekend. That doesn't matter. It means that they didn't play that well last game, but it doesn't matter about this game. Right. Um, 
So that's what I'm telling myself about my futures tickets, but I may have to take some Houston to hedge out here just because of how good they're playing. I don't think that's a bad idea because, I mean, looking at it, I actually think this game is a tougher matchup for Arizona than either of the other teams, uh, right. Michigan or Villanova, who they would end up playing. So, <clears throat> sorry, I got choked up there thinking about it. It's all right. It's going to be, it's going to be such a good basketball game. And was that game against TCU Arizona's moment that almost, Oh, we, we survive in advance. You know, we go to right. overtime and I mean, Jules, I know you would have pulled up and just knocked it down from 15 instead of trying to yeah. dunk it and just win and, 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 and get that taken care of. He tried to dunk it and they still won. Because as the as the gambling gods would probably attest, TCU is supposed to win that game in overtime after that type of mistake, and they live to fight another day. Um, I'm also leaning Houston, and I have Arizona as my final four team in this region. So I'm torn, as you are. Right now, as we record here on Wednesday, Houston and under mm-hmm. is the way I'm, I'm looking at this thing initially. And I think Houston in the first half. Now, we'll know early because of the way the game gets called. But I think Houston, the way they play, so physical, I think they can kind of – Arizona can win, and and, and it's not a surprise. But I think the adjustment early to the bigs and everything, no one can really match Arizona's size and and stuff. Houston can match them physically. It's going to be a battle first half. And I think Houston can actually be leading at the end of the first half. So if they're blowing the whistle, I like Arizona. If they're letting them play, I like Houston. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm looking for in game here. Yep. Um, And we'll kind of depend how much hedging I I do. (laughs) So I don't, I'm going to be in game hedging maybe here. We'll see. You better get some rest before Friday. I need some. I need some rest. That's Thursday. That's, That's Thursday. tomorrow. That's I gotta be ready oh. to go. Uh, and here you go. This is 10, 10 o'clock tip off East Coast time. So well, I need late. some. I need some energy drinks to get oh, ready for this one man. and make We're, sure I'm good to go. You're gonna need and a nap more, in I mean, the afternoon. This throughout the day and in the morning, and then the energy drinks at night. Power nap in the afternoon. Highly recommended. Well, I've probably got probably got shows to do, so can't do that. <laughs> um, all right, Friday. Yes. The early game in Philly, somehow, some way, St. Peter's Peacocks taking on Purdue. Um, great story. Slammed my bracket. Slammed some futures bets for me. Yes. Um, now they're getting twelve and a half against Purdue. Is it enough? That's the first I don't, question. I don't know exactly what I'm going to do yet. This is going to go one of two ways. <laughs> Purdue didn't cover in 10, 10 games in a row coming into the tournament, and then covered a couple now um st peter's like one of the top two i think with middle tennessee who's playing later today as we record on wednesday in the cbi championship um one of the top two ats teams in the country yes one of the like historic defensive numbers yes Do, do they keep their heads on straight and does that translate into this game or 
do they go? And I saw the the kid with the mustache already has a Buffalo Wild Wings deal. How about that kid? He, he got an <laughs> NIL deal to eat wings. It's everybody's yep. dream. Doug Edder, are you kidding me? Got the mustache and he's eating wings? Come on. Good for him. Um, but does a week of those type of things for these kids at St. Peter's take their mind off the fact that they're about to play Purdue and get hammered? So, like, <laughs> this is either St. Peter's for the game for me, and they're gonna they're gonna play defense and they're gonna stick around, they're gonna be locked in. Yeah, or like Purdue minus six and a half first half. Like Purdue could be up 15, 20 at halftime of this game. If this game was being played in November, and I told you that Purdue was up on St. Peter's 25 at halftime, you wouldn't blink. Wouldn't blink. Nope. So which way is it gonna be? Oh, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. I mean, St. Peter's beat Kentucky. Okay. Yeah. They beat they have the, they have the best win. They have the best win in the tournament in like years. Yes. And then they had to go and do it again two days later as an eight and a half point dog against Murray State and won. They took a couple blows in that game. I mean, from Murray State. Murray State was very good. They had covered and won how many games in a row as well? And I will say I'm I'm a little worried. Like the Kentucky game is for real. Murray State, I don't that doesn't scare me as much. Like I bet a little St. Peter's at a worse number in game. I think like plus five and a half in game. Once right. I watched and they were up six and I saw how they looked, I was like, I think they got this and I took them. Yep. But it, it can look it's gonna look a lot different against Purdue than it did against uh Murray State, but they already did it to Kentucky. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't think there's any intimidation thing. I don't think there's any being scared. I mean, those those kids are not scared. And it's funny, I just recorded with Bihau, and he said that the quote that the coach of St. Peter's said in afterward or, or this week, I got kids from New York City, New Jersey. They ain't scared of nothing. So I think they actually believe that they can win, which is half the battle in these spots. Now they've had three days to sign NIL deals and eat wings and, you know, have all this peacock talk all over the place. Peacock talk. Yeah, it's it's peacock talk, baby, all day, all week. I think they can actually be competitive in this game. Now, all the sharp guys are like, it's over. You got to lay the points. I ain't in no hurry to lay the points in this game. I am not. But it could steamroll, and Purdue could win this thing by 18. Easy. With that size advantage, I uh, I don't know. How about the total, Jules? The total tells you no, what? One thirty-five no in a Purdue game? Right. So, it, I mean, it's a St. Peter's total, but that doesn't mean they're going to hang in. I, I I don't know. It could mean they cover it. They're just going to slow it down, right? They're going to muck the whole thing up. They have to. That's what the- was the final score against Kentucky? Like, let me see. It was low. But I mean, it was overtime, so it went right. over. They scored eighty-five points. That's what I'm saying, man. I don't know. They scored and let's minus fourteen. They scored seventy-one in regulation. Yeah, yeah, and then fourteen in overtime. Oh, yeah, with everything in the world to play for for the biggest upset in the last twenty years. I mean, I don't know. I I, I think it would be an unbelievable story to see the Peacocks actually win a game. But first blush, plus 12 and a half. I mean, it might be one of those ones that you ride until they lose and, and, and live another day. 
I think they can. I think they can cover the game. <sighs> I don't know what I'm going to do with this one. I should probably stay away. Something in me wants to play Purdue first half. Um, I did it against Yale. I played so Yale. Um, I took Purdue first half minus nine and a half, and Purdue okay. first half team total over thirty eight and a half, and it was like forty six to low 30 something at halftime they cut they covered they by covered both okay covered by a couple possessions and easily got the team total but that's okay. yale yale had give yale i looked at their box scores and they had given up huge point they got like doubled up by seton hall it was like 88 44 or something um so anytime they played somebody good there was margin st peter's right. you got the kentucky one on the resume now so well that's yeah. what i mean like you you know you look at st peter's in their conference and everything and you have all their numbers based on a lot of that mm-hmm. but the eye test Kentucky, and then having to repeat it again two days later against Murray State, they passed that eye test for me. Yeah, that's probably got to be a stay away for me. I'm going to have my articles, so I'm like I'm going to write – I write up everything I'm thinking about in my articles. And okay. then put on Twitter what I ultimately play. Okay. So I'm going to write up Purdue first half. Okay. That makes sense. I'm terrified to hit <laughs> click on that one. <laughs> it's hard. All right. It's hard. Providence, Kansas. I'm here in New England. Uh, Providence is my – I hate Providence. I'm a, I'm a Rhode Island Ram. We play the Battle of the Ocean State. Why do you State. hate Providence? What's that? Battle of the Ocean Providence? State. URI versus Providence. The first Saturday of December every year, except for the year during COVID that Providence chickened out and didn't come to the Ryan Center to play us. Um, good good rivalry. Um, Should have beat them when they were top 10 and had Chris Dunn. Uh, they got a tip oh. in at the buzzer. Uh, in Kingston, Rhode Island. Bad I game. I might have had some URI money line, big, big <laughs> money line in that game. Um, okay. Getting seven and a half. This has come down against Kansas. Yep. They're lucky. They're the most fortunate team in Ken Palm in years. Yep. Um, they win Only every both. game by less than five points. Yep. Um, blah, blah, blah. This is another one of the ones I talked about with you, the yep. South Dakota State line. Everybody was like, oh, it's going to be five and a half, six. And then it opens one and a half, two. And they're like, oh, it doesn't matter. We'll bet them anyway. Like, all right, give me Providence minus 130 money line. And what do they do? They beat relatively handily a South Dakota State team that had been running through the Summit League, but had been nothing but a disappointment against better teams. Yep. Um, I need more handicaps like that. I need to remind myself <laughs> to do that more, think like that more. Yes. Um. And then it was going to catch up to them against Richmond. They maybe get a little fortunate getting an A-10 team in the second round, but Richmond's tough. Blow doors. <sighs> Kansas hasn't looked great so far, but not, they now have a very favorable bracket to get to the final four. They got the Iowa State-Miami winner if they win. Yes. Tempted to take the points with Providence, but I don't know. I think sometimes you look at a number and it's perfect. This yep. number is perfect. This is hard. When you can't really feel comfortable either way, the number's perfect. And mm-hmm. and I tell the odds maker boys, like, you get to pat yourself on the back sometimes with these numbers. You sit seven and a half on this game. I have no idea what side to like. I really don't. This one put me right into park. The car immediately went into park and go, boy, good number, boys. I don't know. I want to think that Providence keeps it close. Kansas could blow their doors off. This could end the way that the, the, the Big East tournament game ended, 
where it starts going bad. It runs downhill. A mm-hmm. snowball becomes an avalanche and Providence loses by 20. 100% this could happen. But then Providence could win the game. <laughs> and then I mean, that's all they a- do. They win games. That's it. So I don't know. I'm glad I don't have to write an article about this. I don't envy your position. As it's This game's not going to be in the article. Oh, I don't to, perfect. I don't have to write every game. That's it. Okay. Then I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. The total 140 is the number that came to me. It's 141 and a half pretty yep. much everywhere. Great numbers. I don't know. <clears throat> All right. Well, we move on. <laughs> um, Friday night. This is a good one. UNC and UCLA. Yes. Insane game um, against Baylor. I had the over there, which cashed. I had Baylor, which lost. Ooh. That was a bad. That was a bad bet. I need to do less of that. I don't know why I bet on Baylor. UNC is red hot. They clearly have the talent. It's North Carolina. Why can't they hang with Baylor? Right. So, um, now they get UCLA. This is just two power programs. Um, UCLA, the higher seeded. UCLA, you know, the only one that was really that top ten team this year, coming off the Final Four, so they should be better. But they're a little slower, and Hawkes is hurt. Yep. His status is a big deal. I love the way that UNC is playing. Yep. But they, I would say they need all five starters on the floor, but they won the game without two against Baylor. I don't know how. Right. They did um, but to have Manic in there and um, the other big, why am I blanking on his name? Baycott. And then the three wings that they run out there with the guards, like those kids all have to play 35 plus minutes. So they can't have foul trouble. Right. Hawkes isn't right. This is probably going to be a UNC money line plus one twenty for me. I, I like UNC in the game. Same, I, I, I'm I'm exactly the same thinking. I just UCLA has. I mean, I, would you say they have a coaching advantage? Cronin's great. Yes, I mean they, they he's phenomenal, and they have experience. Obviously, I mean you know the run last Hubert year. Davis was, also just hasn't been bad. Everybody just points to that he's new, replacing Roy Williams. Right. I, coaching advantage UCLA for sure, but Hubert Davis is not bad at all. No, it's not. No, it's not a big coaching advantage. It's just it's it's being in the spot and being experienced versus being new. Um, but again, uh, you as the as the odds maker in the book, you can't make you uh, North Carolina favorite against UCLA. You just cannot. Right. Seeds, brand. All that stuff right now, UCLA has to be the favorite. But the book's telling you it's two, two and a half. Go. What do you think? I think if, is it Jaquez or Yaquez? I thought it was Hawkes. Hawkes with an H. Okay, maybe it's an H. <laughs> well, I don't know. That way, yeah. But either way, if he don't play, this thing's flipping. Like he's going to play. He has to play. But what if I think he's, he's not right? Play. But if he's not right, or it, word gets out, I don't. I, you'll see this thing go pick, and you might see UNC be favored. I think you're thinking right. I, I I'm leaning UNC as well. All right, that's that one's probably gonna gonna be a bet for me, and yep. just hope Hawkes isn't right. Yep. Um, but if he's not, I, like I'm still I'm still there. It's just more yeah. of an edge if he if he's not. Yep. Um, all right. The nightcap on Friday. This is another one that I really like. I wish I had gotten it early because you Miami like this up. game. This this is the you. I can't wait to hear this. I, I like this game. Um, Miami opened up one point dog or a pick. They're laying two and a half now. They've taken the money. 
I still like Miami. I will follow. I'll follow the money here. Um, wow. Illinois. Uh, sorry, Iowa State. I, I don't know. I had LSU in the first round. Iowa State okay. started the year uh, twelve and zero, and then finished ten and five. Now they've won and covered two tournament games as underdogs. Mm-hmm. I think they might have gotten somewhat fortunate. Um, they get LSU after they fire the coach. Uh, LSU's offense wasn't wasn't there. No, I thought offense is what would pull them away, but it wasn't there. And then you tell me Wisconsin, that's going to be a that's going to be a rock fight. Wisconsin yes. can't score, so Wisconsin Iowa State's going to be a rock fight. They haven't played anyone that can score. Miami has three really good guards and they can score and they can pace up. Iowa state will try to slow it down, but they'll be able to pace it up a little bit. Um, I just think talent wise, like the uh, Iowa state is not going to be able to keep up scoring here with, with Miami. So I don't know what the number is going to be. Like, I don't know how, how to guess it final score, but I just think that Miami's got this by like six, seven, eight points. Ultimately, they're not uh, Iowa State. It's not going to be able to keep up scoring. First to sixty wins. Yeah, because Iowa State can't get to sixty. <laughs> well, so that immediately tells me under, 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 under. When I look at this game, it screams under. It's low. All right, it's uncomfortable. Betting under one thirty three isn't fun. It's no, nope. it's a hard watch, but. It's going to be low scoring. It's definitely going to be low scoring. Iowa State can win this game on defense. They can't win it on offense. So I think if you like Iowa State at all, you have to like under. If you like Miami, you can go. I don't think it's correlated. I don't think you have to go Miami and over. But I think you have to go under if you like Iowa State at all. Yes. I don't like this game at all. <laughs> I think this is this is the late Friday game mm-hmm. that will come after and you know in conjunction with North Carolina and UCLA's finish that will go first. I don't know how many people are going to be on this game. This is a hard game, I think, because you're getting an Iowa State team that played in the Big Twelve, and the Big Twelve games were rock fights. I think every game, Miami kind of came out of nowhere. They beat the hell out of Auburn. That was one of the most impressive wins of the weekend as well. I mean, that was another lower seed team with minimal expectations. I think going in went and just took out the two seed in one of the favorites in the sec overall favorites, huge win for Miami. And I mean, I've been asking people, you know, like our, our guy, Brad, um, you know, who was at West Virginia and when he went to, week to week. How much does that momentum carry over? Mm-hmm. Miami has that belief, man. I think they have that belief. They can go win this game too. I agree. So I don't, I just think it, I, I like Miami in the game. I think they're the better team right now. I think that they are rolling the right way. It's not a flash in the pan and right. I don't think Iowa state can keep up scoring. So that's okay. That's how I get there. Um, I wish it wasn't on the same time as North Carolina and UCLA. <laughs> And it, I just then it would make me less apt to bet on Purdue and Kansas's games and just put them in the background. I'm actually going to make you a dog to be awake for the end of the Iowa State Miami game because if I'm, you're I'm, on Miami and they're losing, uh, you're going to be asleep. You're not going to see the end of this game. 
I will tag you in my tweet of the little cash bag emoji cashing my Miami bet when I'm up for the end of the game. Okay. Fair enough. If it it loses, I'll be asleep. (laughs) (laughs) That's an easy Um, line to make right there. Yep. All right. I got to get you out of here. So let me get you out of here with two quick questions. Yep. We got these C like the CBI final is, is, uh, is Wednesday. Yep. The NIT games are coming down to the last couple of the games before the final four. Yep. These games get no attention. So as a bookmaker, how do you price them? How do you move them? Is there really an edge for betters on those? Oh, those get sharp action. Those, those, okay. the only guys looking at those are the guys that know. And okay. I think you can see the moves from a distance and kind of know what side the books need. Now, Again, it's not an automatic that they win, but th- if you see an edge somewhere, you'll find it. Um, NC Wilmington, Middle Tennessee State. Middle Tennessee State has been the gift that keeps on giving. I talk about it every day uh, when I do the shows on uh, on Sirius and, and Sports Group. They just keep winning and covering. They're laying four and a half. Um, that would be the side for me as of right now. Those other games... You're on your own. NIT tournament games, Wake and Texas A&M, two, two and a half is the spread. Yep. Washington State. Two at home against Washington State. Yeah, that's a two-point spread. First blush when I look at that is I think BYU. But again, not a real strong opinion. From the book's perspective, you got to put the games up because there's interest. Yeah. When there's other stuff going on, I mean, like your Celtics are playing Utah tonight. There's going to be more handle on the Celtics game in books than there are on all of those games combined. And it's probably going to be on your Celtics. Right. Because I'm on my Celtics. I'm on the nets here. If you've listened this long, you get the plays Celtics nets too short of a favorite in Memphis without John Morant. And I did lay the four and a half with, with middle Tennessee. I think they're the right side. I played them, played them on Tuesday night and they dominated. Yep. Um, so there you go. All right. Last one. You can give me a quick answer. Cause I got to get you out of here. I don't know if you saw this while we were recording, but the Tyreek Hill deal is getting done. He's going to Miami, Miami. Yep. Wow. So just, you can give me quick thoughts on the chiefs and quick thoughts on it's now Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle for Tua make it or break it year. Let's see. Let's see what he can do. Wow. Do we have him protection? Do we do we have protection for him? I mean, you I have you can have the wide receivers. If you don't have a line, it don't matter who's running the routes because you don't have the time to throw him the ball. My initial thought is this: the Chiefs' number obviously has to come up. They were the second favorite in the AFC behind the Bills. Mm-hmm. They ain't the second favorite no more. You gotta you gotta move them up. You go, who's betting the Chiefs right now from the books perspective? Nobody. Go get some Chiefs money. You got to take the Dolphins number down, but you can't take it down too far. They're not even the best team in their division. The Bills are the best team in their division. And then, oh, yeah, by the way, that team up by where you live, they're still pretty good. Patriots stink. The Patriots are the third best team in the division only because the Jets are one of the worst three teams in the league. The Patriots are not going to have a good year. And Bill Belichick doesn't have good coaches in place. Wow. I mean, we might have buried the lead. We just did a show for 48 minutes or whatever it is, and you just said the Patriots stink, and they got bad coaching, and they're the third-best team in the division because regression. the Chiefs traded the Dolphins' Tyreek Hill. It's it, this is. Are you saying five, yes, no, Patriots, no on the playoffs? They're out? 
Patriots, no playoffs. Wow. It's too bad. I wish they would sign. I wish they would go get Tyree kill and get a good offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator instead of uh, (laughs) Belichick giving it to like special teams guys. But here we are. Hey, it's um, nighttime in Pittsburgh behind me, Jules. We got Mitchell Trubisky's our quarterback. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to hear any. I don't want to yeah, hear that, any crap, please. That's also not great, but you might draft one. Um, five picks for Tyree Kill, including a first and second. So the Chiefs wow. just got the 29th and 50th pick in the draft for a wide receiver. Damn, the Chiefs are reloading, retooling while they're still Big. doing it. Yeah, so we'll see what they do with those. Draft value, damn! It's a lot of draft value for a wide receiver. Um, So super interesting trade. Awesome. Um, But all right, figured we would throw that out there. Uh, Dave, thank you as always. It was a pleasure seeing you out in Vegas. Uh, We'll do it again sometime soon. And Steve, who you like more than me, and was too much of a coward to come on the podcast today, might even join me. That's yeah. Well, I hopefully that happens. you know, for the draft, is that what is that what you're entertaining that that weekend? Oh, well, I mean, we'll see what happens. Okay, all right. Well, that'll not be fun. Not my call, but the wheels right. are in motion. Well, you know, anything I can do to help, just have them contact my people. We'll hook it up. <laughs> um, I, I I tried to wear the nice lid today. You did for the people. Tell Steve-O I said hello. Yes, I love Buck. I mean, and you know, I love you too, Jules. Come on, please. Thank you. I appreciate it. I love you too. Um, all right, that's a podcast. Unreasonable Odds Wednesday, March 23rd. Sweet 16 games for you. Some bonus NFL. Um, hope you enjoyed. And we'll be back next week to talk some Final Fours, some national title games, some NBA and whatnot. Um, go get some money. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.